I think all of us have an inner guide and intuition and you need to start listening. And the more you use it, the more it happens. And it's just paying attention to how you feel and energy. You got to just listen. Hello and welcome to the Shift Your Day Job podcast. I'm Brittany Cates, your host and companion on this incredible journey of career transformation. Get ready for inspiring stories, valuable insights, and a roadmap to shift your mindset towards a more fulfilling professional life. In each episode, we explore the remarkable journeys of individuals who made the leap from one career to another. As we navigate through these stories together, you'll find motivation, strategies, and the confidence to pursue your dreams. Whether you're feeling stuck, contemplating a change, or just seeking a dose of inspiration, this podcast is your weekly companion. Tune in every Thursday as we uncover the secrets to shifting your day job. I'm Brittany Cates, and I'm here to guide you on your path to a more fulfilling career. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Shift Your Day Job podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Cates, and I am very excited to be guiding you as we navigate through the world of career transformation and empower you to make the shift that you've been dreaming of. Today on my very first episode, I have a special guest. She's a force of empowerment, a mindset coach, a realtor, and she has her own podcast called Empowered. Let's give a warm welcome to Linda Brand. Hi, Linda. How are you today? Welcome to the podcast. I'm great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate you because you're my first podcast guest and you've been very patient and helpful and friendly right from the beginning. So thank you very much for that. Oh my God. I am so honored to be your first podcast guest. Thank you. Well, we've discussed a little bit about the purpose of my podcast and wanting to empower and inspire women to make career changes when maybe they feel kind of stuck in what they're doing currently, but are afraid to take a leap. So as we get started, would you mind sharing your journey in your career and in your life and maybe some of the the things that inspired you to change directions along the way? Sure, absolutely. Well, I grew up with a lot of challenges and I fell into a a career in real estate in the uh, 90s. I was living in Michigan. That's where I was born and raised. And I uh, met my son's father, who was also in real estate in the 90s. And then my son was born in 98. And then in the early 2000s, I left real estate temporarily and had a professional pet sitting business. So I've always been an entrepreneur. And then in June of 11, I returned full time. And then in 2017, I hired my first coach. But all of the years of being in the real estate business, I always was listening to Brian Tracy and Tony Robbins and all of these mindset, spiritual, inspirational coaches and mentors because I grew up in kind of a little bit of a negative, critical, judgmental family where it was just very negative. So being in sales, I knew right away I needed to be more positive because you're in sales. And it's also a rejection business. So um, in 2017, I hired my first 
coach and she happened to be a spiritual coach. All of the coaches I've hired were always like law of attraction and knowledgeable about all of that. So my son graduated college in 2021. I went to a Gina DeVee divine direction. Do you know who Gina DeVee is? Okay. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read one of her books. The Audacity to be Queen. That is mm -hmm. a required reading for all women on the planet. So anyway, I had read her book. I went to something in Chicago. I drove four and a half hours. My son was graduating college. Two weeks later, I went to Miami. I I made a decision. I had a divine download that I, I was in debt. I was not happy. I had got my son through college. He was graduating. And anyway, so at this event, having epiphany after epiphany, three-day workshop in Miami, I decided I wanted to change, just like her book. I wanted more love, more joy, and more money in my life. So we walked next door because we were just there at the workshop the entire day. And we just stay at the hotel and eat. And then the, the final night we went next door and I'm in this Italian restaurant. I'm washing my hands. I get this divine download. I belong in Florida. I belong in Florida. Anyway, came back. And then, of course, fear set in. And I ended up, finally, I was listening to one of my spiritual books. And she said, you accept the ebb with the flow. And I went in, listed my house, cleaned all the rooms, took the pictures. Sold my home on 222-22, relocated to Florida with my rescue dog. And my son, at his graduation, he's like, I'm moving to Kentucky. So he was relocating too. It was time to sell my home. Financially, it made sense. All of the, the things lined up for me. So I changed my entire life last year in April of 2020. And I started a coaching business. I started a podcast. I have a podcast. It's called Empowered the Podcast. It's a lot of women, but there are a few men on the show. And it's a lot about empowerment. It's a lot of law of attraction, health and wellness, entrepreneurs, exactly like your show, people that left a job they were unhappy with and started a, a different business. A lot of authors. Just it's it's a really fun passion project. And I didn't set out to do the podcast. But when I came across Kathy Heller and her course, I was on the fence, but it felt worse to not do it than to do it. Mm. So I said, I'm doing it. What's going to change? Nothing changes if nothing changes, right? So you got to take action and, and do things. So I've been on this journey, this building my coaching business and just inspiring others just like you in these women's communities and I have the podcast and then I got my real estate license down here in Florida because it's a different thing down here. The energy's different. The price point's different. It made sense to get my license. And so I'm doing both. And it's harder to build things when you're doing more than one, but I'm doing my best. So, yeah. Well, that's a really awesome story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, when you're talking about your divine downloads, could you maybe talk a little bit more about that? Like, what is it? What does that look like for you? How did you kind of figure out that's what's happening? <laughs> uh, it's so wild because I hired a coach to help me build the coaching business. And I remember telling her that I was washing my hands and she's like, oh, water, it's really powerful. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And I didn't really get clarity. But anyway, I'm very intuitive. And I started meditating 
regularly, I really started tapping into one of the things that supported me throughout the whole like fear. I mean, I was very afraid because I'm leaving the same house I lived in for 25 years. I pulled in that garage for 25 years. I raised my son there. I'm leaving the only state I ever lived in my entire life. And my family did not travel. My dad never flew in a plane. He stopped driving when he stopped working. My sisters didn't drive. I mean, it was like a big deal. And then I knew I was going to be renting and I was very afraid, like, oh my gosh, how's that going to go? Is it going to be safe? Is it no garage? Oh my gosh, all the things. But I have these cards. I do readings and put them on YouTube to inspire people. But I have tons of decks like these. Gabby Bernstein, all of her decks, and I meditate and I pray. So I'm very intuitive and I listen to that inner guide. We all have an inner guide. We all have that intuition. And I get these downloads. So I had a boyfriend in 17 and we broke up in 19. And the month of my birthday in April of 2019, I literally said to myself, maybe you'll let him go for your birthday because it became very toxic and it was I was unhappy. And I just, and we got in a big fight and that was the end. And, you know, every closed door, there's always something like an open window or something better that happens. And I truly believe that. So anyway, I'm very intuitive. And then again, I wanted to share though, that like when you are in fear and I was, so I hired this coach to help me build the coaching business and she was more of a support while I traveled and moved my entire life. I had to sell a lot of things and clean out my whole house by myself. And it wasn't a big house, but it was still a lot of, it's a lot for one person to do. And yeah, the inner guide meditation is very much a way to hear it. I think all of us have an inner guide and intuition and you need to start listening. And the more you use it, the more it happens. And it's just paying attention to how you feel and energy. You got to just listen. I had a part-time job and I remember I was like, is this my ego or is this my inner guy telling me this is not for me? I am worthy of more. My time should be spent differently. And I was talking to a different coach on my podcast and she's like, it's very easy to know the difference, Linda. She said, your intuition is always for your highest good. Powerful, right? Yeah. So I was like, wait, is this ego? Is this, you know, and I have grown leaps and bounds since I made this move incredible growth and it still happens like I'm not the same person I was two weeks ago the healing the uncovering because I have a lot of trauma as a child I just don't really talk about any of that it's so long ago but yeah I've overcome a lot so I love this podcast your theme and I love what you're doing to inspire people because we need this so much Women especially, like we just have these programs running, these self-worth things, we're not good enough. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that experience that you've had with the fact that change has brought you more growth than if you had stayed the same, than if you had continued to move in the same direction you'd been moving for who, who knows how long, right? Yeah. And 
a lot of times we're so afraid of change, but we don't realize the power that comes with it. Like the, the expansion that comes with it and what we could possibly be on the other side of it. Yeah. We are limitless beings. We are limitless beings, but we have a program from our parents and conditioning and experiences that limit us and make us believe that we're limited, we're flawed, we're all these things. And we're really very capable of a lot of things. And I know the coach I hired, she's like, Linda, you did a quantum leap when you left. And even my son said, you cleared so much energy letting go of that. And yeah, it's been really interesting because on my my 55th birthday in April, even though I'm happy, I felt some things and I'm like, I want a different life next year. And I hired my first therapist that I ever really had in my life. And it helped a lot. And I've, like I said, shifted and grown and more epiphanies and things and, and healings occurred. But things are going in the right direction for sure. But we all need support. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's something that I thought of recently as well. When you spend time and energy on something and money, <laughs> you think, oh, maybe I could do this myself. It's never the same. I experienced that this week where I went back to a mentor that I had previously removed myself from because I thought, oh, I could do this myself. And then being there, I was like, no, I need this. I need this support and I need this perspective. We do. We really do. I mean, I have so many books and cards and things that I go to. And I also notice like eating, I don't know about you, but for me, I was vegetarian for three years. Now I'm more flexitarian, but I'm going to probably go back to pescatarian. I just notice personally, I feel lighter and better mentally when I'm not eating animals mm-hmm. other than fish. I just, I think it it's a thing. And for me, yeah. especially. Well, the fact that you are in tune enough to recognize the difference, the difference oh. that it makes. So true. Yeah, because you practice paying attention to how you feel and and following that. And my son has been a gigantic inspiration. He has inspired me to become more spiritual. He gets it right from source, from God. I read my books and listen to podcasts and all of that. And I love Gabby Bernstein, Wayne Dyer and all these like spiritual coaches but he doesn't even listen to a lot of them and he knows so much. It's wild. Yeah. So we did talk a bit about how you overcame that self-doubt of making this big change. What advice would you give to somebody in a similar situation now that you've been through it? Yeah. Well, I still get self-doubt in my life and I think it's about trusting in the universe, if you're a faithful person, trusting and prayer. <laughs> prayer is very underused tool that we have available to us. And pay attention that you are not your thoughts. We all have an inner critic inside our head. And self-love is a gigantic thing in this whole experience we're having here on earth. It's 
learning how to love ourselves unconditionally and fully, like all of the parts that we purposely don't like. So it's just becoming the observer of your life and noticing these thoughts, the critic and saying, okay, I see you. Like, I'm not my thoughts. We're not our thoughts. We're not our, we're not our mind. We have a mind. We are not our mind. We're not our bodies. So it's about becoming the observer, being into, you know, doing things to take you away, like go into nature, sit on, go meditate, get off technology. There's things you can do to support yourself in feeling better, in detaching from all that fear and self-doubt because it's going to happen and it continues to happen. But we are spiritual, energetic beings having a human experience. So we are able to shift when when that stuff happens. But you got to feel your feelings too, because that's how you heal. I mean, I've been on this journey a long time and I realize, like, I'll break down crying. I don't know if it's because I didn't get enough sleep, because I'm in my <laughs> 50s, because I'm who knows what. And guess what? You feel better after. You know, it's just a thing. So we we tend to, as humans, we will like go numb the pain, eat something, go drink something. We don't want to feel feelings. So we numb them with alcohol or food or binging on Netflix or whatever people do. So it's just figuring out healthy ways to navigate self-doubt and stuff and just therapists i mean coaches support like we mentioned or yeah it really does help yeah thank you a few things that stood out to me were how you said we might think the thought and then notice it and that goes along with this idea of feeling the feelings like just because you have a negative thought or a thought that's not serving you doesn't mean you just try and get rid of it. You have to witness it and say, I see you. And what are you trying to do for me? Usually our brain's trying to keep us safe, you know? So what are, what are you trying to save me from? And then saying, I appreciate you, but we're not doing that. And it's similar, similar with our feelings, right? And allowing the feeling to come through us and allowing the crying and how long does the feeling last? 60 seconds or something like that. But we'll push it off for weeks at a months, years, because oh, we're yeah. too afraid. If we just let it go through us, then we would feel so much better. Yeah, we all have like self-loathing, I feel like. And I remember when my son would go with his dad growing up, I would always have to have plans. I couldn't not have plans. Now I like my own company. And I'm fine by myself, you know, and it takes a really long time to get there. But I know it's a challenge for some people to be alone, to be by themselves. But you're right. You notice the thing and you can choose a better feeling thought. You just notice the negative thought and realize, okay, what's the next best thought I can think of? And it takes practice for sure. I'm pretty great at switching to positive or finding the positive in a negative and 
That's just how I like to live. I don't watch the news. I try to stay in my happy space of positivity and joy. And there was one other thing I wanted to share about. It's about when I was interviewing a woman and I said to her how amazing she is. And I kept saying that. And she said, Linda, stop. She's like, whatever you see in me is a reflection of you. And I started crying. I don't know. I'm always crying. It's so funny. Why am I always crying? And this is like months ago. Sean Hill was the episode. She's wrote the book, Activating Your RES. She's an NLP practitioner. But anyway, and it clicked that when we judge someone else in a negative way, it's our own reflection too. And that's what I always remembered. So when we want to criticize or judge somebody else, it's a disowned part of our own shadows. So what I'm learning to do is to love all of me and to accept everything. So in your transition, was there any specific moment that was really tough for you? Oh, yeah. And can you talk to maybe how you felt, how you stayed resilient despite that challenge? I remember when I flew down to Florida to look at apartments and I, I looked from Naples up to Lakewood Ranch and I remember seeing online these pictures looking so great and then getting there and they were not, they were older and I was in tears on the phone. Like I was a different person. I wouldn't be that way, I don't think today, but I remember having fear around running out of money and all that and how did I get past all of that? I think just my spiritual practices and movement, trusting, you know, and I wasn't going to not follow through. I was already in the process, but it's just, thankfully, I have a, a wonderful son and he's 25 and he was supportive. And in fact, when I was considering moving, my coach, my friend, and my son both said Florida. And he ended up moving down four months later, which was also like a divine gift and blessing. Yeah, it all works out, right? It does. It's all working for us. I think that's a belief that I have that everything's always happening for you and for the highest good. And that's really a great belief to have because what looks like a negative situation is really a gift in some way. We just can't see it right now. It goes back to your wanting to stay in the positive mindset, taking a challenge that life's presented you and looking for the positive, making that conscious effort because like you said, everything is for our higher good. Yeah, exactly. I think we're here for more. We're not here for a pile of things. It's like I learned so much about giving and serving. And I mentor a child with Big Brothers Big Sisters. I walk dogs at the shelter. I volunteer. And that feels good when there's no money involved. And I enjoy it and it's fun. And I think that just having the podcast and serving people and supporting people and showing up to lift people, we need this. It's really needed. And especially people who grew up like me, where somebody wasn't saying, you can do anything and you're beautiful and smart. 
I didn't grow up that way. We're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And really supported. So I think that there's a lot of people walking around on the planet that are unhealed, have unhealed traumas, and we have to have compassion for that and help. And I love these transformational stories, like the alcoholic that's now sober, that's doing all these amazing things, helping people. And I love these stories because it usually takes you to get to rock bottom before you can turn your life around or the divorce that seems like the end of the world, but then you heal and you grow and then you end up meeting your soulmate later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't know what you got till it's gone. Kind of a thought. Right. Well, you think like we're all codependent. We feel like we need these things that we don't really need because that's another like Deepak Chopra. He believes in the law of detachment because deta when you're attached, that's where the suffering is. Attached to my house, attached to this outcome instead of just flowing. Like there's even a universal law on, of least effort, like that we can actually manifest things and money with very little effort where we have this program teaching us that we have to work hard for money. You know, it's hard. It's similar to the idea of being in flow, right? Instead of forcing something like the more you're in flow and the more you're in alignment with your higher self, then things just kind of start happening. Whereas yeah. sometimes forcing it is the thing that's getting in your way. Yeah. Yeah. And also like the being instead of doing, we're always like doing, doing, do doing, doing, doing. We can just be and things can happen. And that's what we really need to do. Like the Jews, the religious ones on Friday night till Saturday night, they don't touch phones. And it turns out that's where they're connecting. It's that day of rest where they're actually connecting now. It's kind of like a meditation. I didn't realize that. I just learned that. But I started a study about Judaism when I was pregnant with my son. And I've been affiliated a little bit, but I'm really more spiritual than anything. But anyway, yeah, so I just think that that's really a great thing to do. And the being is what I was talking about. Like, we're always doing, doing, doing. And it's like we get all these, this feeling because I accomplished or checked your checklist, you know. And I think we can stop and just be and enjoy life. We're here for joy. That's one thing for sure. I did have a question for you. Like, when you, did the quantum shift and switched careers. What did you do to support yourself when you were having the self-doubt and, and stuff like that and fear? So the coach that I had at the time really helped me gain perspective on the fact that everything that I've ever done in my life to get me to this point proved that I could do anything I put my mind to and it proved that I'm resilient and proved that no matter what happened, I would come out on the other side just fine. And so her reminding me of that and helping me recognize that within myself was really empowering. And I think that's really what kept me going because amidst all the uncertainty certainty that like what if this doesn't work you know all the what ifs that come up what if this doesn't work out 
what if I fall flat on my face again? What if, you know, it's like, but what did you do the last time? You know, like you. So you like the. Yeah. Like finding evidence of the times that it did work out or that you did come out on the other side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love when I go on social media and someone says to me, that podcast episode was so good or that post really inspired me or that video was great. Like I love knowing I'm helping somebody. And I think that's, you know, why you're created this podcast is to help others because you know, like, you know, like, you know, that it's possible to shift gears and create something new and thrive. Right. And And I'm working on that as well. And it's a journey. And I think that that's the real thing is to enjoy the journey, you know? Yeah. It's the journey for sure. And I'm manifesting like a relationship, but slowly. And I haven't found it yet. But I'm also not where I'm desiring to be exactly. I mean... And I like my life with my dog. I was going to share that like a year ago, November, Thanksgiving, my son spent a lot of time with me. We had all this fun and then he left and I felt that void and I went on match and there was like a Black Friday special and I joined and I met somebody right away, but he was, it didn't know, it wasn't the right fit, but we did connect in some ways. But the point is like, I think I'm great and I'm living my life and then I get a taste of something and then you just realize and then yeah what's meant to be will be and god has a plan and you just <laughs> focus on what you want to attract and what you want which is something that's kind of a challenge but we have to focus on what we want and then it grows if if you focus on what you don't want you're just getting more of what you don't want so that's huge yeah, yeah. i love that reminder i think that's important Going back to the negative thoughts, right? Like we get to choose. We get to choose what we focus on. I love it. I always say we get to choose our thoughts like we choose our clothes. We choose our thoughts every single day, set intentions. How do I want to feel today? Who do I want to be today? What do I want to receive today? What do I want to give? Do you follow Gabby Bernstein? Do you listen to her or do you have any of her books? She's helping a lot of people, a lot of people. And the first book I like to share with your audience that helped me was Love Yourself, Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Are you familiar with her? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have read that. Yeah. And that is just amazing. I love these people from way back that they knew things. They knew that we can reprogram with affirmations. I love that so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that book. It is really a great book, a great maybe even starting point for some people to just recognize like the possibilities. Yeah. That we Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about where listeners can find you, all your podcasts, or what you have to offer. Yeah, I'm on Instagram at Linda Brand Coach and Linda Brand Homes because I'm a realtor down here in Florida and Michigan. I can be found at lindabrandcoach.com. 
And my podcast is Empowered the Podcast, everywhere that podcasts are. And there's all kinds of conversations on there that are inspiring and as an educational as well as some solo, mini solo episodes that I love to bring to people. And I'm doing more and more solo episodes. It's it's fun. Yeah. Sharing when I have some positive, powerful things to share. Like the other day when I woke up and I didn't have the most positive thoughts and I said, okay, you're going to do the things you teach your people. And I went and then I shifted everything and I was super excited and did a podcast episode nice. and got positive feedback. Yeah. So I love it. That's awesome. And are there any other resources that you would like to share for people starting off on a self-discovery, trying to get back into alignment kind of journey? Sure. Well, I have a newer favorite mentor and coach that I, I haven't hired her, but I read her book and it's Tracy Let Worthy Human. So good. She also has a podcast called The How Within. And she speaks my language. She says we're energetic spiritual beings having a human experience. And the, that the mind, we have a mind. She talks a lot about how when you learn how to have your mind working for you, anything's possible. So it's it's amazing. And then, of course, there's Joe Dispenza. He's on all kinds of YouTube and stuff. But he's amazing. Wayne Dyer, Gabby Bernstein, like I said. And the book that you and I shared is, you know, Gina DeVee, The Audacity to Be Queen. That is a great book. Absolutely. Kathy Heller, the Kathy Heller podcast and her book, Don't Keep Your Day Job. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast and for this wonderful conversation. It's really nice to have a back and forth with someone who is in a similar headspace so i really enjoyed it and i really appreciate your time so thank oh, you thank you thank you i enjoyed it as well and i'm honored to be your first guest and you're going to do amazing and i love this topic so thank you so much for having me thanks i want to give a huge thanks to linda brand for sharing her journey and empowering us with her wisdom and her insights if you resonated with Linda's story and you want more inspiring content, don't forget to check out the podcast Empowered, where she'll share more tools and techniques to create a life of joy and freedom. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Shift Your Day Job podcast for more incredible stories, expert advice, and actionable steps to propel your career in a direction that truly fulfills you. Until next time, keep dreaming keep shifting, and keep making those career moves.